Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach for the Natty Hour, and welcome everybody to episode 52. 52 episodes, wow. I know that it has been a while. I haven't recorded an episode since August and it feels like all of my episodes for 2020 have started out the same way saying wow it's been a while so sincerely I apologize you guys I mean if you guys have been following me on Instagram you kind of have a good idea of everything that I have been up to everything that I have been doing over the last few months so if you're not following me on Instagram and you kind of want to know what I am doing on a more current basis, make sure you do follow me. It is Kristen.Jansen, K-R-Y-S-T-E-N dot J-A-N-Z-E-N. You guys can keep up to date with me there. But for those who might not be following me there, the reason why I have just been so insane with not doing my podcast episodes on a regular basis is actually I have been studying for quite some time now where I have um, been trying to get my certification all year which has been a struggle because of lockdown and everything of 2020 but the certification is um, called the Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist and it is through the NSCA Institute for those who don't know, um, this is probably one of the most challenging certifications in the fitness industry. Um, it actually requires you to have a bachelor's degree. As of right now, the bachelor's degree can be in anything. So my bachelor's degree is in accounting and marketing. So I'm actually pretty lucky that I'm able to do this because in a few short years, they're actually changing the requirements where you actually have to have a science degree in order to become a certified strength and conditioning specialist. So I knew that was happening and I really wanted to focus on getting this certification under my belt. And after studying and I actually took the exam, I will talk about that in a little bit here. I completely see and understand why you need to have a science background. I have actually been studying for this certification for over a year now and I was supposed to take it in March but then COVID hit and um, everything got shut down. I wasn't able to actually go to the institute because you can't take it at home. Like a lot of the certifications allow for you to just take it at home. You know, there's the trust circle where they expect you not to cheat. But, you know, I'm actually kind of happy that this certification, you know, it has a higher standard where you do have to take it in an actual um, university institution. So I couldn't do that in March. <laughs> I've been actually trying all year to reschedule and take this exam and I actually finally took it a couple weeks ago now actually it would have been on November 4th 
Kyle and I went down to Vancouver. We took the exam. Well, I took the exam. And with this exam, there's actually a two-part series to it where the first part is a science-based um, science based section. And then the second part is a, a practical applied section. So you can actually pass one section and fail the other. And that's exactly what happened to me. I surprisingly passed the science section and failed the practically applied and I got my results instantly right after the exam and I have never been more relieved, which sounds crazy. I mean, I've never failed an exam before in my life and I thought that I would take it to heart quite a bit, but I didn't and the reason why I think I was so relieved is because looking back now over my studying period, I actually... I uh, spent 90% of my time looking at the science section and again, I don't have a science background and I knew that that would be the most challenging part of this exam that I more so relied on my experience and didn't study as much for the practically applied section. So practical applied, sorry, not practically, but I wasn't surprised, well, I mean, I was surprised, but after looking back, I'm like, okay, that actually makes sense. So I have one half of my designation as of right now, and I only have to retake the section that I failed, and I will be taking that sometime in February because you have to wait a minimum of 90 days, which I'm totally happy with because I'm going to go back and just go back to the drawing board and relearn a bunch of the stuff, actually learn it in general because like I said, I know that I only spend like maybe 10% of my time looking at the practical section, more so relying on my experience that, you know, it just gives me an opportunity to continue to learn. And over the last few weeks, and the reason why I'm sharing all of this with you guys in such detail is because I think a lot of people ask me how to become a fitness coach. Like I'm getting that question more and more. It's definitely a a uh, lucrative career that a lot of people are looking into a little bit more and like I said the reason why I wanted to share this with you guys was because I actually enjoy and love what I am doing and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I wasn't heartbroken for a second by failing the one section because I knew that hey there's room for improvement here and I'm young I'm I've only been in the industry for six years now that sounds like a long time but in the grand scheme of things and definitely comparing myself to other reputable coaches who've been in the industry for 20 years who I look up to they are always learning they are always looking to master their craft and I think by applying that that same outlook for myself I was totally okay with you know accepting my failure and recognizing there is some room for improvement here and I'm okay with that because I'm in this for the long haul and I think that's where some people who are getting into this are getting caught up in you know unfortunately there are so many coaches right now on on Instagram who are coaching other coaches how to make a quick buck from this you know unfortunately you see people saying like hey let me teach you how to make a hundred grand in your first year of being an online fitness coach and if, if people are high in my in my opinion you know with all due respect if people are hiring business coaches for the idea of just making money you're doing this for the wrong reason 
and I would argue that if you aren't spending the time actually learning and just bettering yourself of being an actual good online fitness coach, then you're doing this for the wrong reasons. You know, of course, I am lucky enough that I am able to support myself and make a living off this. I do well for myself and I'm proud of that. But like I said, I've also been doing this for six years. It's been a long time and my biggest focus is expanding my knowledge, not how to create more on my bottom line for the end of the year to put on my tax return. And I don't know, I just think that if we can all just kind of focus a little bit more on enjoying what we are doing and enjoying the learning process of it, the the money and doing it full time, it's a byproduct. It truly is. So another reason why I wanted to bring this up was actually due to this time of year. If you guys have been following me long enough, you guys will have known that exactly one year ago, I quit my my full-time job of being an accountant that actually happened last November on the 15th so just a couple of days of uh, just a couple of days over the one year anniversary of that um, I, I won't go into full detail of that story because I have recorded a podcast episode of that so make sure you guys go back and check it out that would have been episode 37 I quit my nine to five but to give you the cliff notes of that I became an accountant and right after I got my designation I said to Kyle that I want to become a personal trainer and that was in 2014 where I got my certification. I started training people one-on-one in the gym, slowly started to expand my knowledge, build my business, and focus more on creating an online presence. And while I was doing that, I was still working as a chartered professional accountant. I wasn't a student, I was an actual professional where I had very high expectations of me of the services I was supposed to deliver to the, the firm's clients. Um, but what's really funny, and I can talk about this now because I no longer am employed by, uh, by accounting firms, I would actually try to focus on my free time. Not that you have a lot of free time for other fellow accounts there, you know that. But all my free time that I had was spent learning. Like while I was doing tax returns, other people were listening to music. I was listening to Lane Norton. I was listening to podcast episodes regarding how to be a better fitness coach and not how to be a better fitness coach to make more money, just how to be a better fitness coach as to expanding my learning base, expanding my knowledge. Like I remember I would listen while doing a tax return and Lane Norton would say a word that I didn't know. He would drop the word leptin, for example, and I'd pause and Google what does leptin mean and uh, figure out that it's a hormone and, and uh, actually understand all of the scientific terminology on my own time. And that is how I worked up my knowledge base in order to be a, a knowledgeable fitness coach without a science background. And then fast forward six years later, I'm still trying to expand my knowledge base. You know, I still have my certified personal training certification. I'm currently, like I said, upgrading it to become a certified strength and conditioning specialist. I've already thought about what's next, you know, after I'm done with this certification. Of course, there are continued personal development hours that you have to keep up in order to hold on to this designation. But I'm also going to look at doing pre and postnatal um, education next, which I'm really excited to learn more about. So at the end of the day, for anybody out there who is wanting to 
focus more on making this a full-time gig. My biggest recommendation is to focus a little bit less on trying to make money and let that being your sole motivator and more so focusing on how can you actually help people and the best way to help people is through knowledge. Knowledge is power and don't just go out there and just get like the easiest certification available. I mean, of course, there are other reputable institutes where you can get your certification if you don't have a four-year degree um, where you can continue to expand your knowledge because knowledge is power and if you guys can focus on that a little bit more, focus on actually helping people and focusing a little bit less on how much money you're making, I promise you, yes, it's going to take a little bit more time, but you're actually going to make this a, a viable career for yourself and people are going to trust you because this is such a saturated industry where everybody is trying to be a fitness coach right now and you have to go off more than just shilling supplements you have to go off more than just you know how you look it has to be more about caring and having a good knowledge base to actually deliver the services that people are entitled to because you know unfortunately everybody can call themselves a fitness coach and everybody is going to hire people based off of you know what people are looking like and that's not a prerequisite for a good coach yes of course you know it helps but at the end of the day it more so comes down to do people trust you do you have a good knowledge base and do you actually care to help people so hopefully that's helpful you guys i mean i know that i kind of rambled on this episode and I actually didn't plan out this episode at all. I just thought I would give you guys an update and start talking. And you know what? I think this episode, I think, is probably going to be called somewhere along the line. So you want to be a fitness coach. What should you do? And hopefully you guys can take some value from this and just focus a little bit more on not being afraid to expand your knowledge and master your craft. It'll make it a lot more enjoyable. People will respect you a lot more in a very saturated market. And I promise you, the money, it's a byproduct. You just got to give it the time it needs and allow yourself the the uh, the time that you need to, to fully develop to become an actual reputable coach in a very saturated industry. All right, my friends. Well, that is it for this week's episode. I hope to get back to this on a more regular basis. I cannot make any promises as of right now because as you guys know, I'm still studying. I'm actually um, have a study schedule every single day to make sure that I'm on point and ready to pass that final section in February. So that's my biggest focus right now. Um, I do want to get back to doing these podcast episodes a little bit more. Kyle and I might have something in the works where we might actually start doing a podcast together. Not sure how that looks yet, but stay tuned for that. Something to kind of maybe look forward to. I just need to talk talk to the boss first and see what the timeline is for that. But that's something that we have been wanting to do for a while. So fingers crossed that happens for 2021. Alright, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe and share this podcast to anyone you know that this might help. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon, but until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.